is what's in a name, and this will be part two this week, we started a series last week about the name of Jesus, and uh, it is a fabulous topic, there are just not enough people talking about it though, it's almost just kind of got regulated down to a happy ending of your prayer, you pray, pour your heart out, and you say, oh yeah, in, in Jesus' name, amen. Um, and so we wanted to really kind of show uh, last week the power that's in the name of Jesus, and we said to you that, it na- that Jesus' name now contains all the power that Jesus the man had when he was here on the earth. Now, if you was going to walk up to Jesus the man and ask him something, and he did it, wouldn't that just be... I mean, you'd expect it to happen, wouldn't you? Well, the man isn't here anymore, but the name is. And that name's got all the power. Uh, I read an interesting quote. Luke and I were, uh, we went up to St. Augustine last year, and uh, we were in the hotel, and I was doing uh, devotional Bible reading, and this jumped off the page, and I read it to him, and he he about got up and took a lap around the, the hotel room, too. Um and this really goes along with what we're talking about, that the name of Jesus takes the place of Jesus personally when it comes to performing miracles, delivering from Satan's authority, and bringing God on the scene. (laughs) When we use the name of Jesus, it's as though Jesus were here himself. Come on, somebody. And that's kind of what we talked about last week, that all that power is available, and then we also have the right to use that name. This week, we're going to start peeling back a few more layers, and we're going to talk about, and this may be for a couple of weeks, where can we use that? Some people think that, you know, does that mean I can just do whatever I want, whenever I want? I I was preparing this morning, I was sitting in my living room, 6 o'clock this morning, putting some final touches on this and sitting in the living room and and I was writing that down and I thought I, I does anybody remember the movie Bruce Almighty yeah. <laughs> with Jim Carrey <laughs> where he gets all of God's power <laughs> and he gets a chance to be God and the very next scene is him walking around town singing I've got the power and <laughs> and he's just doing stupid stuff like he points his fingers at a fire hydrant and a little girl standing behind it and the things pop off and then, you know, he's having dinner with his fiance or whatever she was, and they get back to the house, and he's romantic, you know, candlelight in the house up, and he just walks by candles, and he goes, let there be light, and the lights come on, uh, the fire comes on. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I, I don't want anybody to think that, you know, when we talk about the power that's available to us in the name of Jesus, we're not going to walk around doing stupid stuff because that's not going, that's just, God's not going to honor stupid stuff. Come on. all right you're not going to cause a traffic jam to open up like the red sea so you can drive your car down through there (laughs) i know that's a probably a deal breaker for some of you so especially those that work downtown um but what we want to talk about is really where can we use all this power that is legally available to us and the first place we want to talk about that 
is what we're going to talk about this week, and that is we can use the name of Jesus in prayer. Now, everybody kind of already knows that, but do you really? Um, John 16, verse 24. Now, I'm going to read it to you out of a couple translations today. We're going to start with the New Living Translation. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. Now, that's nice, and that's great. But I believe that, and it is, you will have abundant joy. But to me, that, that it kind of makes it more, more like, well, you, you're going to get that. But I love the way the New King, New, New King James reads this a little bit better. It says, until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive. Now listen to this part because this, this actually makes it personal. That your joy may be full. I guess we don't have that one. All right. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Now Jesus is laying this out here and he says, until now. Now those words until now mean that up to that point, now he's talking to the disciples, up to that point, Nobody would ever ask the Father God anything using the name of Jesus. This is, this is new. They were getting ready to, to learn something. Okay, They had asked nothing in his name, so they're getting ready to learn something new. Okay, So until now, you've asked nothing in my name. So what are they getting ready to learn? They're getting ready to learn to ask the Father in the name of Jesus, why? Look at the last part of the verse. It tells us why. That your joy may be full. Now, catch this because this is important. People just glaze over this. Whose joy is he talking about there? Come on now, whose? Yeah, come on. Somebody say mine. My joy. Ask in my name that your joy may be full. Whose joy? Come on, whose? Now, a lot of people will read that and go, well, that's great, Pastor, but I've prayed in the name of Jesus a lot, and I've not seen anything happen. Anybody ever had that? Who would be honest enough to say they've prayed and not seen anything happen? I mean, we are in church. You should be honest. People online. Okay. There are, there's plenty of times that we've asked and didn't see anything. Why is that? A lot of times people aren't asking in his name, really believing that something's going to happen. It's, it's literally like a crapshoot. I'm hoping something's going to happen. I'm, I'm rolling the dice. And I, you know, something's going to happen. All right? Now, the thing about that is, is that kind of believing is wrong. If you pray kind of hoping that something's going to happen, you might as well just not even pray. 
Because if, you, that, if that believing is wrong, then what, what is there that God can put his power on? Because your faith is wrong. Okay? When you believe something wrong, your prayers do not get answered. So what is Jesus saying here? I mean, he's saying, ask, uh, up to now you haven't asked anything in my name. Ask and you will receive so your joy or that your joy may be full. What is he saying there? Well, it's actually set up in verse 23. If we just back up one verse, we see the setup to what Jesus is talking about here. Okay? And in that day, you will ask me nothing. Now let's just stop right here for a second. Because this is going to bother some people. But you know you don't pray to Jesus? Don't get, don't get nervous. But you don't. He says, in that day, you will ask me nothing. People go, well, uh, who am I praying to then? Well, we, we pray to the Father. Don't shout me down now. Most assuredly, look at, let's keep reading. In that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. So when I go to pray, I'm not praying to Jesus. There's only one prayer that, that I'm going to pray to Jesus. And that is, come into my heart and be my Lord. After that, I'm praying to the Father in Jesus' name. Okay? So let's read those together. In that day you'll ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Until now, you've asked nothing in my name. Ask... And you will receive that your joy may be full. <laughs> so what does all that mean? A prayer that is prayed in the name of Jesus to the Father, catch this, actually is then given special attention. This should be the next slot on your, on your notes. A prayer prayed in Jesus' name will receive his special attention. Now, I love you guys, but you gave them my entire note package. <laughs> I don't have to preach. I can just stop right now, and, and they can just, y'all got it. Y'all got what I'm preaching right now. That's not the notes page. <laughs> All right. Y'all go preach this yourself somewhere. All right. A prayer prayed in Jesus' name will receive his special attention. Check this out. You can follow right along with me. When you ask the Father in the name of Jesus, this part made me want to jump up and run around while I was studying this out. Jesus will endorse your prayer, and the Father will give it to you. Now, at that, this point, people start adding stuff. Well, God... Will if it's his will, but man, he might not if it's not his will. 
And there's no talk anywhere in the New Testament that talks like that. Now, this is already bothering people. How can you say that? Jesus is telling us what God's will is. He's telling us what his will is. He's saying, in that day you'll ask me nothing. Most surely I say to you, whatever you ask the Father, in my name he will give you. Until now you've asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. What is that? Well, that's God's will. (laughs) Now I want you to see that. Whatever you ask the Father, in my name he will give you. Now some of you are already reasoning this out. Well, what if you, you know, ask for something stupid? What did I say? God doesn't bless stupid stuff. Here's the great thing about God. God will actually lead you what to pray for. I know plenty of times in my life God's led me to, 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 to ask him for something. Uh, you know, it's, it's now time, you know, I want you to go and buy this. It's time for this. You know, I mean, a few years ago, we were believing for a new car because the one we had was a hundred and... 50-some thousand miles on it, and we got in a wreck on I-4, and the bumper and the back door and all that stuff was all jacked up on it, and, and uh, the Lord told me to start start believing and asking me for a new one, and I was like, well, this one's paid for. Uh, that'd be nice to not have to get another one, another payment, and you know, y'all know me, I like them big and black <laughs> and and uh, long. And so I was was uh, like, well, okay, I'll ask you for it. So I started asking for that based on what he was leading me. Do you see that? It wasn't just I woke up one day and said, I want a new Cadillac. Woo! What is it? That's stupid. Just because you want to show off? No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's not what we're talking about. But the Lord will start at leading you to, to, to ask him for stuff. And so when, when it says, whatever you ask the Father in my name, it's something he's already leading you to do anyway. Some of you just are afraid to get led to ask God for something. <laughs> now, there are a few exceptions to whatever you ask in my name. You can't ask in faith and prayer what you will for someone else and expect something to be pushed off on them. If that was the case, we'd, we'd already prayed the whole world into salvation, wouldn't we? Everybody had been saved. If we could just push that off on somebody else, like I pray it and they just get saved, that would be awesome. Every sinner, cousin, family member that you had come on now they'd be saved already we could wrap this whole thing up we'd all all seven billion of us that are on the planet right now could be in heaven come on now (laughs) 
The reason you can't push off something on somebody else asking whatever you want, even if you do pray in the name of Jesus, is because their will comes into it and their own doubts come into it. And you can't, and listen to me, you can say, I'm anointed and I this and I that. Great. You still can't push that off on somebody else if they don't believe what you're bringing. You can't pray for them for something to happen if they don't believe it. And they're not going to receive it. But the great part about that is, is somebody else can't stop you and your faith from asking God for something. Somebody else can't go, well, that's not God. That You can't believe for that. You can't do that. Well, I did. It's sitting out there in the parking lot. Well, I mean, I mean, did you get up and take an offering up for it? Not one. Didn't even tell anybody here at the church I was doing that. Didn't even mention it to anybody. It was between me and God. Well, you can't go and ask him for that. I mean, he, you, just, you just think God's your ATM? Nope. I think he's my father, and I do what he tells me. And if he says, ask me for a new one, I'm going to ask him for a new one. <laughs> he's not no ATM. That's the stupidity. When you think you can just walk by and shaking, ring it up on God. No, 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 no. That's not what we're preaching at all. We're preaching about asking whatever he leads us to do in the name of Jesus and seeing it happen. Now, some people will listen to this and they'll say, well, sometimes God answers and he'll say no. His answer is no sometimes. Sometimes his answer is yes. Sometimes his answer is wait. Is there a scripture like that anywhere in the Bible at all? There is nowhere in scripture does that say that anywhere. He didn't say, until now you've asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive. However, sometimes I'll say yes and sometimes I'll say no. And sometimes I'll say wait a while. That's not in there. Now this is our attempt to explain to people by human reasoning, why their prayers didn't get answered. But the reason people's prayers aren't getting answered is because even when they pray in the name of Jesus, it has nothing to do with God not wanting to bless them with it. Now, I told the serve team, I said, you're all going to get challenged a little bit today. I hope this is challenging you. It has nothing to do with God not wanting it for you. It has everything to do with whether or not you believe he's going to give it to you. If you ask him for something, and then you just kind of go, oh, man, I hope so. You're not. Nothing's going to come of it. If you ask, and then you go, we'll see, nothing's going to come of it. You've got to ask, believing what we're talking about. Okay. Those folks uh, aren't, aren't working what Brother Hagin used to call, and if you don't know who Brother Hagin is, I used to work for him. He's uh, a man I worked for in Oklahoma for a while. He used to say, people aren't working the Word. They're not working what the Word says in their life. 
The word says, ask what you will in the name of Jesus and you will receive because God's desire and his will is for you to be filled with unlimited joy. (laughs) Hallelujah. I mean, seriously, his will is he wants you full of joy. That's what his will is. (laughs) Now, this part right here, I'm going to have to read this twice. This is deep. I want you to catch this. All right? E.W. Kenyon, who wrote a great book called The Wonderful Name of Jesus, he said this. This kind of, this puts prayer on a purely legal basis. For he has given us the legal right to use his name. As we take our privileges and rights in the new covenant and pray in Jesus' name, catch this, it passes out of our hands and into the hands of Jesus. He then assumes the responsibility of that prayer. And we know that he said, Father, I thank you that you hear me, and I know that you hear me always. In other words, we know that the Father always hears Jesus. And when we pray in Jesus' name, it is as though Jesus himself (laughs) were doing the praying, and he takes our place. (laughs) Hallelujah! This places prayer not only on a legal on legal grounds but it makes it a business proposition. Now this is the part right here this this really gets to you. When we pray we take Jesus's place here to carry out his will and he takes our place before the Father. Some of you are are weirded and freaked out right now. (laughs) Because you're saying, well, are you calling yourself a little Jesus? No. No. (laughs) He's there. I'm here. Who's going to do something here? Come on now. Who's doing things here? We are. So what does that mean? If I'm taking his place here and he's taking my place before the Father, that means when I pray in the name of Jesus, I hand it off to him. He takes it before the Father and he says, this is what they're asking for. How many of you know Jesus always got his prayers answered when he was here? Always. There's not one time Jesus' prayers weren't answered. And so he takes it and he says, here's what they're asking for. And... uh, and he brings it and, and, and before the Father, and, and, and we're, this is it. This is what we, okay? Now, when Jesus had to have his prayer answered here on the earth, there were things that he had to do here. Come on now. I talked a few weeks ago about when he fed the multitudes. He didn't just pray over the food and suddenly it appeared in everybody's stomach. He didn't just, you know, Lord, fill these people. Be warmed and filled, and bam, they were. No. Now, they had to take the baskets. Come on now. And, and he broke the fish and the bread, and he had to do something. 
And then God blessed what he did. The answer came, come on now, through what he was doing. So this is what we're talking about here today. When you ask the Father in the name of Jesus, it's as though Jesus himself is asking for you. Anybody ever had a brother or sister or a sibling or a cousin or somebody that you always had to send to ask mom and dad? You know, we had, we had, you know, cousins, I would get them to ask grandma. You know what I'm talking about. Because it seems like they always got told yes. Well, Jesus always gets told yes. And when you use his name, you're handing that prayer to him and he's taking it before the Father. So now it's up to you to walk out here because he's not here anymore. We are. And so when we walk it out here, we're taking his place here because he's not here anymore. And when you walk out those things, what happens? The answers start showing up. The prayer requests that you made start making themselves seen. They start making themselves, oh, hallelujah. Somebody needs to catch this. When you give it to him to take before the Father, when you walk it out down here, come on, it starts showing up. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, I just can't let that go. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hand right now. Just thank him. Those things happen. Those things happen. Why? Because his word says they will. <laughs> I'll ask in his name, and then I'll walk in what he leads me to do, what it needs to be done down here, and it starts, come on, showing up. There's a lot of you that are sitting around waiting on it to show up before you walk, waiting before you, it'll show up before you do, waiting for it to show up before you'll say but the thing about it is, it's all on us to walk it out down here because God's not going to tell him no up there. I want to read that quote one more time because it's so good. This puts prayer on a legal basis for he has given us the legal right to use his name as we take our privileges and rights in the new covenant and pray in Jesus' name. It passes out of our hands and into the hands of Jesus. He then assumes the responsibility of that prayer. How many of you know he's not irresponsible? Come on, he doesn't lose stuff. Doesn't forget stuff. <laughs> he assumes the responsibility of that prayer. And we know that he said, Father, I thank you that you hear me. And I know that you hear me always. In other words, we know that the Father always hears Jesus. And when we pray in Jesus' name, it's as though Jesus himself were doing the praying. He takes our place. This places prayer not on illegal grounds, not only on illegal grounds, but it makes it a business proposition. When we pray, we take Jesus' place here to carry out his will, and he, he takes our place before the Father. If that doesn't make your mind go kablammo, there's something wrong with you. Jesus is sitting up there right now 
when you pray, all those half-hearted, oh, and in the name of Jesus, amen. He actually took that, come on now, and prayed for it before the Father. All the things that you've prayed and you've been beating your head against the wall and frustrated because it ain't showed up yet, know that he stood there, come on, before the Father and prayed that prayer. And God has actually already set loose the answer. He's already turned it free from the gates of heaven, and it's already here. And all that we have to do now is walk it out in faith here, and we'll run right into it. Don't sit around and wait for it to come to you. Don't sit around and go, well, I don't have anything else to do. Listen to me. you got stuff that you can be doing right now. That has to do with the answer to that prayer. That has very much to do with that. The way I started this year, first sermon I preached was people are paralyzed by perfection. They don't know what's next and so they stop and don't do anything. You need to believe that Jesus prayed for you. What you ask him, what you ask of the Father in his name. And God has really, for sure, no doubt, turned the answer to that prayer loose. Some of you are going, well, you've been praying. I, I, I can tell you right now, I can almost feel it through the, through the, the, the cameras. You've been praying for 150 people for six years. If that works, how come it ain't? Well, we're, we're evidently not walking it out like we should. Don't get quiet now. That's a bad place to get quiet when you're a church member. We're not walking it out right somewhere. Because the answer to that prayer got released as soon as we said in the name of Jesus, amen. What is it that you've asked God for? What is it that you've asked God for that you're not seeing the answer to? That you haven't run into it yet. Stop saying it's not God's will for you to have it. And start saying, God, show me what steps i got to take in order to run into it. Where do I need to walk? Who do I need to talk to? Where do I need to go? How do I need to do it? What part of my attitude do I need to change? Come on, somebody. Where do I need to change in order to run in? Well, I don't like that. Well, it doesn't matter if you don't like it. You're the one that's sitting there waiting with nothing. Well, God could just do that if he wanted to. Yeah, he could, but that's not what he chose to do. He chose for us to walk it out. So where are the things you need to walk out? Now, where else can we use this name? Well, you'll have to come back next week and keep finding out where else can we use this name. And all 